Hello guys, welcome back to Call It A Podcast. My name is John. And I'm Kelly. Hi guys. Welcome back to the podcast. What episode number is it? Uh, episode number two of season two or 52 overall. Ooh. But who's counting? Us. So, we are counting. <laughs> um, hi guys, welcome back. Uh, thank you all for coming back. If yeah. you're a returning listener, if you're here for the first time, welcome. Uh, we're two crazy people to do a podcast. I feel like we had such a soft launch of season two. It was a very soft launch of season two, but I think it went incredibly well. It seemed like you guys seemed to really like it. Yeah, so, I... Um, I think we did really good. The numbers are good. The numbers are good, and we're back stronger than ever. So yeah. here's to 25 seasons. I'll call you later. Right? <laughs> Cheers to that. Exactly. So if we had champagne, I would clink it right now. But if you guys listened to episode one, you would know our favorite drink of choice. Absolutely, you would. So you need to go back and listen to that. Absolutely. So should we start with our weekly recap? Right. Cool. So we kind of wanted to start doing this. If you listened to our first season all mm-hmm. at all, we never really did weekly recaps but we thought it'd be fun to kind of invite you guys into our lives yeah so i think the biggest thing that we need to recap on is my new squishmallow that is absolutely the biggest thing that we need to recap on so we went to the gym late one night last week i can't think of the day exactly i want to say it was wednesday and we had to go to the grocery store after but just like adulting to the max absolutely it is we actually had to do an adult errand after the gym it was weird what did we have to get I think we picked up salads for lunch that's what it was because we were yeah. like we're going to be talking about our healthy lifestyle next because I remember we were and again this is kind of skipping forward in the story but I remember <laughs> I had like three or four salad bowls in my hand and some other groceries and then you were just walking over here and I'm not going to spoil the next part I'm going to let you well, fill so in on that well so we walk into the grocery store and the first thing I see is this big box on the floor like think of the boxes that pumpkins are in yeah you know what I'm talking about like at Halloween those big cardboard boxes yeah Mm -hmm. filled with ginormous squishmallows like how big do you think our new squishmallow is it's about the size of my torso like from the top of my torso but it's like way bigger but it's it's way fatter than my torso but like in terms of height I bet it's like three foot oh it's easily a three four a three foot squishmallow it is massive it's huge it's so cute and so it probably weighs like five pounds yeah it's a big squishmallow and so it was love at first sight yes absolutely it was and i begged john i gave him the puppy dog eyes and i was like please john can we get another squishmallow and then when we got up to the (laughs) checkout counter so that just proves that we got to get the squishmallow yes it was 65 dollars yeah 65 dollars for a stuffed animal but anyways, the cuteness of it is it's like the twin of my first ever Squishmallow that it John is. bought me. So I'm just like in love with it. I named it Paul's. I know you they have Paul's. names on car- like the cards, but I wanted to make sure it's like my I think the I think it was like Regina was Regina. the name of it. Yeah. And then and, and said, then the one that we had before that's the same, just the mini version is Reginald. So it's but like he's the, not even like mini. He's like the no. 16 He's the normal Squishmallow size, whereas this one's like the 60 inch. I don't even know how big it is. It, it, so it's, they had like similar, like they're like twins, I think is what they're supposed yeah. to be. So Reg, Regina and Reginald. So one's named Paws, the other one's named Squishy. Yeah. So um, that's just a little joke we have. We don't actually name our stuffed animals. No, that would uh, be weird. Yeah. But it's just like, because it says Paws on it and Squishies. But anyways. And, and th- well, thankfully though, we didn't actually pay $65 for it. In case you guys don't know, Squishmallows are like these really popular stuffed animals. If you haven't like, Googled them, you need to Google them. They're so cute. Like if you like stuffed animals or if you just need a pillow, Squishmallows are where they're yeah. at. So that was personally my highlight. That, I think that was the number one highlight of the week. So it was something new and adventurous. I feel like John, now I don't know, but I think you kind of said this earlier this week. 
I feel like it's your highlight because you like it made me so happy. It did. I enjoyed like you dead sprinted <laughs> for the squishamilla. Like, oh my god! Look, they have squishies. Well, like you said, so you said you at first you only saw the ear of the one we got poking out of the box, <laughs> and you thought it was just like a twin of the one we had because we were so far away from it. And um, then we get over there, and it, was and it just massive. gets bigger. I mean, the ear is almost the size of the small squishamilla. Yeah. So it's it, it's a big squishmallow. Maybe I'll post it over on Instagram soon. John said it's like my Valentine's. I think you'll have to part like, of my Valentine's. I think you have to like post it as a story when this goes live so they yeah, can see it. Yeah, and then like if you know, you know. Exactly. So be sure to check me out over on Instagram. So, so if you're here within know. exactly if you're here within 24 hours, you'll you'll be able to see the squishmallow. Yeah, Kelly Proctor, you should go follow. Go check it out. Um, Anyways, second highlight. <laughs> I love how this is the second highlight. Like it's. I feel like this is a really big highlight, but the squishmallow story shows funny. Yeah. We're going to California. Right. So my brother moved out to California last, well, two Octobers ago. It's been two years now. And with the whole well, a year and a half, pandemic, probably. we haven't been able to visit him and see his place. So John and I and my parents are flying out to see him and his girlfriend in their place. And they're going to show us around. And we're just so excited. So we have it all booked. We do. It's booked. And it's like 60-some days away. So yeah. it's still got a while to go. But I think that's giving us a lot of motivation fitness-wise because now we're like, we're going to California. We have to be right. absolutely shredded for that. And if you guys listened to the last episode, and sorry for referencing it so much, we both kind of talked about how we're working on bettering ourselves this year, but also our confidence. Yeah. And I think we can both agree body uh, like body positivity confidence and like overall. your body confidence plays a lot into a lot of different things yeah. and I think that has affected this but like in a really positive way agreed 100%. it kind of gave us like okay here's the goal yeah and it kind of gives you like that time frame you have a solid date that you have to be to whatever level you want to be at because I know we both have ideal pictures in our minds yeah and I think having that picture in your mind of where you would like to be someday is huge it's very yeah. important and so. again little hint and I did this last episode too next week we're going to be talking all about health like our health and fitness yes. for this upcoming year so we'll touch more on like how to set goals how to achieve goals what are our fitness standards and everything yes. so be sure to stay tuned for that but we're so excited because our california trip is completely booked absolutely it is and the Rental countdown's on the countdown is yes. on we are we literally have a countdown like every day we ask our, our google home assistant like how many, to, days, how many days until until we leave so we're excited for that i mean who knows? We might be able to do like a mini vlog while we're out there. Oh, and that show would be some fun. I didn't even think about kind of that. Do, even if it's just like an Instagram story diary, just kind of show some of the stuff that we do out there. I think that would be fun. Yeah. So. Um, I'm just so excited. Like, oh, John's so good at like booking trips too. Like he it did was so it much fun. I got like to book hour. everything. I booked all the tickets. I booked. It's oh so much gosh. fun. I, I love it. I geek so, out about it. I get so like stressed doing all of that and you made it look so oh. easy. I love it. <laughs> so um, the next thing we did this, well, over the weekend. Yeah, it's kind of a combo thing. We we, we ran boring adult errands. We did. We went to the, like, where you get your license. Did the BMV, so got my license renewed because it just never showed up in the mail the first time. Like, I had my birthday a few months <laughs> ago. our second time there. Yep, second like time two, there, second time like paying for a license. Yeah. I got to redo the picture, thankfully, and I actually kind of liked the picture, so that was nice. Okay. I got to redo the signature oh. as well, so that was fun. Okay, everyone, listen up. My biggest tip, and this is what my mom's taught me when you go to get your driver's license picture, is you always wear a black t-shirt or turtleneck. Oh, that's good. You're gonna you taught me that. You're going to have that picture for four or five years. Yeah, you're committed to it. looking spiffy. Black shirts or black turtlenecks are always in style. Now, and at least in the state we live in, they have eight-year licenses now. 
Oh. Yeah. No, that no, you have a choice. You can get four or eight. Now, obviously, you pay double. So you pay the same amount of money. You just have it for longer, so you don't have to get it I renewed. I feel like it's not like which is better because then you'll have like your younger picture longer, but then would you really age a lot in between that? Exactly. Age? So it's it doesn't really make much sense. You're still gonna have to unless you pay in yeah. advance to get your tags renewed. You're still gonna have to go there every year on your birthday. What's it matter? Well, actually, they have the they do have the extended here. ones, but then you're paying like you pay the same amount. Like I'd rather not pay up front and just kind of have a slow little burn every year you know yeah. that's just me that's just how i am i don't i don't like the big upfront investments like that no i can see that that's like such a boring adulting stuff you know what i mean oh like it's God, like that yeah. thing no one tells you you have to do and then you're like oh great Crap. like i always get so excited about my birthday and then i get the like letter in the mail saying like go renew your it tags and i'm like oh. all excitement for your birthdays when <laughs> you get that the worst was when i first started getting it because I think it's like once you have your own car, yeah, like your own tags and stuff. Once it's in your name, that's when you get. That's home. exactly. And I remember like my first time ha- like owning my car, and having to do that. And I just got like my family always did like birthday cash, yeah. and I remember being like, oh my gosh, and like so much of your birthday cash goes to gone. It's just like oh, goodbye, bummer, dude. It's worse when you have to like get new plates too. Yeah, like one I time my to do that one time my tags expired out and I had to get new plates and it was like double the price. I was so upset because yeah. like if you go within a few days of your tags expiring, you have to get new plates. Really? Mm-hmm. I was about two and a half. Like I was about a month out. Oh. So yeah, my car was expired for a while. Okay. But this is when I was young, when I was yeah. still learning. I was like and sixteen, like, seventeen. People always like teach other people this. I was not taught that, but yeah. So, but yeah, no, I had to get new plates. Uh, um, but we also went Costco shopping. We, we went Costco shopping. Um, we made what did them. We buy at Costco. We bought protein bars, protein shakes, and, and there was something else. Uh, we booze. Oh yeah, and <laughs> champagne. Now, um, pro tip: champagne at Costco is very cheap and it's really good. Uh, it's incredibly. I think it's it's like one $7. of the best. Champ- it's like seven bucks for a bottle, and it is arguably the best champagne I've ever had. And we've tried a bunch of different. I think types if of you're a casual champagne drinker like we are, yeah. <laughs> then honestly, sometimes the cheaper champagne's just worth it. It really is, and like it makes a great mimosa too. Yeah. So I can't complain about it. And then I bought a local breweries. Um, yeah, you did. Like a, a pack of beer. Because I, I continue to buy hoppy beer, like like, and it just Ugh. doesn't doesn't taste good. I it, can't do beer. It's it's yeah, it just smells gross. I don't know why I continue to buy it. So now I have a twenty three cans left of beer that I'm probably not gonna drink. Just sitting. Just sitting there. Sitting there. So, um, but it was great to watch football whilst drinking one I can. I feel like Costco is just always so busy. Oh my but god! Like, I love it. I it's love the chaos of one Costco. of the most fun experiences because you can literally find everything there from a packet of cheese to a freaking 75-inch flat screen. <laughs> so, I mean, you can find whatever you need at Costco at any time, but it's always whether you go at 10 in the morning when they open or 8 o'clock at night when they close. It is slammed. The, hold up. The parking lot is the worst. No I one that like no one that, always like going to be like a near accident no one that know we saw an accident one time do you remember yeah. when we saw the cop there there was a, like two sheriff deputies I there reporting an that. accident a tesla got hit i'm assuming <laughs> they probably had it on self-driving mode trying to park the car and then ran into another person but it was like this old lady in a tesla that got hit and i'm like that's crazy like now i will say the one thing i like about costco is they have like the double lines like yeah. they have the, they have like they space parking. their parking spots it's out so it's so, actually like, like we're always so far away. It's impossible to get a cl- up front spot. Yeah. It's like you hit the jackpot at the casino if you do that. <laughs> so, but that's Costco. And then um, we proceeded to after we drank some champagne to DoorDash an entire cake from Dash Mart. I didn't know like you could order cake on Dash Mart. I just threw that out there one night and we were both agreed like let's get a cake. So, so we ordered cake. We ate a whole 
like it, it was an ice cream it cake. It was like a nice mini. It was probably like a four person cake. Yeah, it was definitely not like, like it wasn't like a big cake, but we ate the whole thing. There was an option to get a sheet cake though, and I think we we almost bought it, but we didn't get the sheet cake thankfully. So I'd say it was probably like no bigger than like a soccer ball, like in terms of diameter. Yeah, it wasn't like massive. It was so, probably like six inches across. I'd give it eight. Okay. But it, it was, was really was good. It? it was chocolate and vanilla. Like ice it was like an ice cream cake and it had blue icing. And it on had it. like that whoopy ice cream icing yeah, like the buttercream really icing. Good. It was so, so good. You can order ice cream cake on what is it? Uh, DoorDash. DoorDash, yeah. So it's DoorDash and we have Dash Pass. If you order delivery from DoorDash more than once a month, so worth it. Yeah. Like it is safe and granted it's probably not a good thing that we order as much food <laughs> as we do. But like during the day We're like We're gonna get better at it. Yeah. But like during the day sometimes like we'll DoorDash lunch, like I've DoorDashed you um one of our favorite like it's called Fruitable. I'm pretty sure yeah, they're, I think they're it's, a nationwide it's, it's thing. Nationwide, um yeah. and like just like it's basically like it's like seven dollar delivery fee for the restaurant. You get it for free and you mm-hmm. pay ten bucks a month. Dash pass is the way to go. As long as you use it, which exactly. we do. Which but I before like honestly when it was a little dangerous having that when we were drinking. <laughs> oh yeah, we like you need to I need to get one of those apps like when you drink, like it locks your phone for you but, so like, you can't have text. You heard stories of like when people are drunk they'll like order stuff off Amazon and then they wake up and like a week like, later they're like, like, yeah. like when did I order that? Like my one hundred and sixty Amazon per one hundred and sixty dollar Amazon purchase just got here that do I don't that? remember ordering. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely I do. So thankfully we haven't done that. We haven't splurged <laughs> on Amazon yet. But we did order $25 worth of cake and ice cream. So No shame. No shame. We're going to eat great. the ice cream tonight right after we film this actually. so <laughs> It's our reward for yes, filming. Yes, it's already decided. Um, but okay, shall we wrap up the weekly recap? Yeah, so that is basically how our week's gone. I would like to say we're more exciting than that. But I think we weeks, had some exciting moments, yeah. and I think the fact that we got a, a new Squishamello that's bigger than, like, half the things we own in the house. Yeah. I think that's pretty good. I mean, considering it's the middle of January, kind of, like, to be expected. Yeah, absolutely. But it was a good week. It was a great week. Sorry, 10 out I really of 10. was thinking, like, oh, I'm going to say something else, and I have nothing else to say. 10 out of 10, good week. Yep. But so, all right, so body positivity and confidence. That, that is, is our big two today. This is week's episode. And we kind of touched on how we both have been, I don't want to say struggling with. I think that's probably like the best way to describe up, it, But I think that's the best way to say it, because even if it's a minor or major thing, we both can confidently say that we are struggling with it. Yeah. I think that that personally, like, through the holidays, yeah. I put on a lot of that Thanksgiving and Christmas weight. And, and I think I, a lot of people can agree with And that. I think a lot of people go through it, and it, it definitely hit me hard. Because, like, yeah. I've probably gained 12 pounds in the past month. Okay. Like, just being fully transparent, open about it. Like, I put on some weight. Okay. So, I think that that's definitely messed with my six, system. Five, I but, am. like, you hold your weight so well. Thank you. I appreciate that. But thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> but so it's do you, that thing, so do you. I think what I, another important little thing to say with this is that even if you're not struggling with confidence and body positivity right now, either there's been a time in your life, or unfortunately, like, yeah, it's not the worst thing in the world, but you might have it in the future. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, last year, I was so confident. And, like, you I were. didn't struggle with this at all. But I had before, and I ha- and I am again. Yeah. So it's like you go through these phases in your life where you struggle with it more than others. Yeah. 
So I would honestly say that both of us are probably more in that phase of struggling with it. I think we are. I think it, but I think to that point, we also have great ways of dealing with it. Yeah, and I think too, an advantage of us, again, I'm so grateful for our relationship. I think we both like help each other with it. We do. It. And I we think push each other. We push each other, but we're also so kind to each other. And mm-hmm. we'll touch a little bit more on this because we split this episode in two different categories. And one of them is like when you're in a relationship, how to like deal with it. But also, yeah. what would you say? Like, it's like how to deal with it, but also how it can help and help like how you it can boost it. Like how confidence. how how the confidence can help boost not only yourself but your relationship. Yeah. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about confidence and body positivity and fitness, dating, when you're in a relationship, your work, school life, social life, and then like just how to talk to yourself in general to boost your confidence. Because that's a big one. The last the, the last, last one's going to be the good one. Stick around. Yeah, it's the most important in my opinion. Yeah. But. So fitness. Right. So that's like been our shindig ever since we've been dating. Like we always have our date nights have been the gym. So yeah. I think that, you know, especially I think twenty twenty, we were at like peak, peak performance. Like I like I again full of transparency. Like I'm not like I like I know not everyone wants to share their weight. Like I was at one eighty eight, which is the lowest I've ever been. And like at an adult you being level. Six five. Like you have to consider I your was skinny height. mini. Like cause you know, like if I was one sixty five at my height. Yeah. Like, again, everyone holds their weight differently, and I don't think weight necessarily determines your health. No, not at but all. 165 on my frame would look so different than yeah. it would on... Or 185, sorry. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. It would look totally different. So, but like, now where I'm at, not even close. Yeah. So I think 2020 was kind of our peak. So we have like, we have a good baseline of where our peak is and then versus where we're at now. Yeah. I think 2020, I definitely like you and I both got really into fitness and I definitely reached my lowest weight but I would say 2017 if you guys watch my YouTube videos it might be like you can notice it there's like again up and downs I gain and lose weight it's normal your body isn't always going to be the exact same I was in my most physically like best performing self like I was trained you were going you were going crazy in 2017 like I I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't around in 2017 no I was like literally I graduated high school I was not working I was not like I was working fitness was was your life it was my life I was working out three times a day eating a ton of food to maintain the fitness like calories burnt the gain and everything like I was doing orange theory I was riding 10 miles a day on my bike and doing body training midday workouts like you you would do a work you would do a workout before everyone else in the world woke up it was not a healthy lifestyle to continue hence why I'm not in that condition anymore and I honestly like my mom always was like why are you training like this I had nothing that I was training for like that's like the weirdest part of it but I think probably even if you didn't have like an ideal thing you were trying like you weren't trying to be an olympic athlete but i think mentally it put you in such a tough like like you became tough and you became like you were very independent with it like you didn't have a workout partner it was you and you alone and i think that probably internally challenged you and i think going off of that and this isn't where i was really going with it but you inspired this like with it being solo dolo me working out by myself and I wasn't training for anything I was just pushing my body it made me more confident in myself now granted now 2020 that year I was in my eyes looking the best yeah but in 2017 I was the most athletic 
Yeah. But it's interesting would, that Would you say different. you're feeling the best? Which one would you say you were feeling the best in? I think the, like, visual part of me liked when I looked thinner Fair. versus athletic. Fair. But, like, what was your actual, like, body feeling? Like, what was your body telling you? Oh, I, really, I honestly think I was overworking out in 2017. Like, I was constantly, like, I never took rest days. Yeah. So, like, I don't think it was a healthy lifestyle to continue. Okay. Like, it was, it probably wasn't my best year in life. So, we're just going to sum that one up. Kind of tuck that under the rug right now. But anyways, um, basically, fitness can play a lot into how you look at your body. Mm -hmm. Absolutely can. And also, your confidence in your body. But this whole episode's not technically about your body. It can be your confidence in what you wear and all that. It can be how you speak, how you talk, how you, you know, not even just how you look, but just your overall persona. It's more about not your body, but you. Yeah. But I think with it being the category of fitness, it does play a factor in your body positivity. Sure. Absolutely. So going off of that, I think the biggest tip that we both agreed on is just getting started. Absolutely. Whether it's in like, they always say like, recognizing there's a problem mm-hmm. is the first step to solving a problem. Now, granted, if you don't work out and you're not into fitness and you realize like, oh, goodness, I don't work out, it doesn't mean that's a problem. Not at all. You can get started many ways and different types of things. You can get fit without having to go to the gym seven days a week. Yeah. Even just slightly altering your diet can make you not only look better, but feel better. Mm-hmm. Like if you're feeling good, you're going to be looking at yourself in the mirror and feeling good. I think I can like speak for both of us. Like when we eat fast food. Oh, it brings us down. Oh, it's awful. Like, I'm sluggish. I think we're both like, I need a nap. Or we kind of get a little grouchy. Or like when we eat, like, well-balanced, healthier options, yeah. I'm just, like, full of life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's it's one of those things that if you are fueling your body the proper way, unlimited potential. But and and it's all about how you take that first step. Exactly. You know, you have to, you have to like, do it in the correct way. In I think going, the reason I brought that story up about me working out three times a day, you don't need to start there. Not at all. And you don't even need to end there. Just move your body. Move your body, whether it's take the steps instead of the elevator, you know, um, just kind of maybe go for a walk once in a while. Like those little things, stand up versus sit. There's very small things that you can do. And then once you get started, you have to stick to it. Mm -hmm. You have to get consistent with it. I, I was scrolling through Instagram today, not a... Not a great example of what we're talking about, but <laughs> but I stumbled upon this video and, and this guy said that, you know, you go to the gym for one day and you come home and look at the mirror and you see nothing. You go to the gym the next day, you come home and look at the mirror and you see nothing. And that's when people get in that zone. When they go to the gym for a week and don't see anything, most people quit at that point. There's no reason to. Mm-hmm. You are only going to get more self-confident in yourself if you stick to it and see the results after a month, after two months, after a year, after two years. The longer you stick to it, the more you're going to see the results and be able to boost your own confidence because you're going to have the visual aspects of it. Definitely. Now, I think too, like again, we're going to do a whole fitness episode next week. Yes. But with building consistency, sometimes instead of setting goals that are result-based, like if you're not seeing results, it's important to set goals like I want to go to the gym this amount of time. Or like for me... Like, I like to go for walks or runs. I like to hit five to 10,000 steps a day. I can do that without yeah. getting results. Sure. Like, it's like, I did it, though. 
Does that make sense? Like, did, how many steps did you do today? I did eleven thousand steps. Thank you. Yes, you did. But like, Boom. five. But does that like make sense? Like, you can mm-hmm. still have fitness goals, but they don't always have to be visual with regards to on your body. Sure. The, it doesn't have to be. Oh, I want to get a six pack. Yeah. You know, obviously that's a lot of people's goals, but that it doesn't have to be <laughs> it. You know. I love um, that. So and, sticking to it really important. Exactly, and then I, I think that we both push each other and. The, in the gym you know I think mm-hmm. we walk on the treadmill next to each other we when we start running it gets pretty intense because it kind of becomes the who's going to run faster who's going to do that little extra mile and I we're think we're both pretty competitive we're very competitive <laughs> but I think that that only pushes us further because it allowed that's I mean that's for me that's how I stick to it and that's how I stay more positive with things because I'm like if I've got someone doing it right next to me we're going to see the results together yeah. And going off of that, I love taking group fitness classes, whether it's spin class or like Orange Theory was a class fitness. And I love the peer pressure of it. I don't think a lot of people can say that, but it makes, like, it pushes me to the max because I want to be the best in the room. It was like, I've done spin classes with you before. Holy crap. I've never seen you at such, like, a high level of drive in a workout before. And it's so funny because it's like at the end of the day, what's it really for? Like besides like yourself and everything, you know what I mean? But it's It's, it's like, not going to get you a trophy ma- or anything. It doesn't matter that I biked more miles than the person next to me, but it's like, I did it. Yeah. Like I, it doesn't matter what, you know, Julie or Brian does next to you. Yeah. It's like, it matters what you do in that moment, but it, there's something psychological about mm-hmm. it that you see that your wattage is higher, that your RPM is higher and you're like, I'm doing better than you today. Yeah. And it, it, it creates this culture that I think that even though group fitness isn't for me, I see what it does and I see the big benefits behind it. And I have major respect the fact that you partake in it because I, I never can. I think it's too important. Like John has tried it and can say he doesn't like it. Now I think if you haven't tried it and already ruled it out saying you don't like it, that's quitting before you start. I think you need to be open-minded, but if you genuinely try it, like John's been to like several spin classes with me and he's tried to like it. But he just doesn't like it. It's just, it's not, I'm not a group fitness person. I think, I don't think I like that peer, like, I think I like yeah. the small peer pressure. Like, I like having you next to me while we're lifting or while we're yeah. working out because you, I can have a personal one-on-one conversation with you. I think there's just something about that being two feet away yeah. from some random person that just has me like, I don't like this. This is uncomfortable. Yeah. But it's that thing, again, going back to, you tried it. I gave it a shot. I, you have to try. You can't quit. You if you, you quit before you if you quit before you start, you're never going to succeed. So I think what the whole fitness concept is, you have to try new things, and with that comes confidence. Absolutely. When you go to that first class, whether you're by yourself or with a friend, it's that confidence of walking into the unknown. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and, and and then once you try that that first class or whatever, it, it, it then builds upon itself mm-hmm. because you try a spin class and then you try like a tabata class like, and then a kickboxing class. When you class. do the first class, you're like nervous to go in, and you're always gonna have those like first day jitters basically. Yeah. But the more you do it, usually the less nervous you get because you kind of like, well, if I did it the first time, I could do it again. Yeah. And I promise you. Your instructor is always there to help. That is one thing I did not believe when I walked in. I was Can in. Can we tell the story? Oh my lord! Okay, yes. So, so it wasn't my first fit class. It was it probably was it was like, probably like my second or third. And I, we're getting okay, ready. We were also very new at dating. That I didn't want to tell you to raise your bike up higher for your height. Yeah. So, like, I should have said something. But so yeah. the class has already started, and John's like his bike level. I guess if you like 
know what I'm talking about. The seat raises up and down. And, and usually, I'm tall, yeah, so and the, so John, the bike goes up high. I'm five four, John six five. So like when you're standing up next to the bike, it'll go up to your like hip height. Yeah. Well, John's hips a lot higher than mine, and he sets it at my hip height. <laughs> And so we're about like the class is just starting. It's like a warm up, and one of the the instructors who is taking the other instructor's class comes up to John, and I recognize her as the spin instructor. John has no idea she's a. Spin I think instructor. she's just some random person that's in the class, <laughs> and I'm just like, what's happening? Because I'm I'm like I know I can't I don't have a camera to describe this, but it goes from having no one around me trying to set up my bike and getting ready to get hop on it. Two, holy crap, there's someone literally two inches away from my face. She jump scared the crap out of me. I almost fell off the bike. And she's like, here, this is what you're supposed to do with your bike. Let me help you. And then while I'm mid-saddle on the bike, she just raises it up. And Oh, yeah, it, makes it so was so funny because she is the nicest spin instructor ever. And like she just Ooh. did it out of like you get a better workout if you have your yeah. bike set right. And it was just so funny because John was like, I can't believe this lady here. I'm like, I'm really sorry, but she's a spin instructor. I think that was the moment I was like, I'm done. But, <laughs> but I should have accepted that like she was there to help. Yeah. Like I'm not naturally very good at taking like, accepting help. I think a lot of people help. can say that though. Um, I'm a very independent person. Yeah. So I think that when that happened, that put kind of a sour taste in my mouth. But that being said, the instructors that are on those bikes at the top of the class, they are there to help you through and through. Mm-hmm. And every single one of them will because that's their job and that's how they get paid. Like, a, like they're kind of like a teacher at that point where mm-hmm. they love when you ask them questions. Like if you go up and be like, they nerd oh, out about husband. it. They're like, oh, watch out. I'm trained. I can do this. So If they go into like lifeguard mode or something yeah. where they just dead sprint to your bike and help you out. So. so I love that. I think that's really helpful to share. So then also how we stay body positive. I think we're going to touch a little bit more on this in our relationship category because yeah. it's how like we're in a relationship. It explains how we do it. But I think personally, like. Again, I feel like a lot of these are like going to be explained. For a lot of them are going to gel together, even though they're subcategories. A lot of these things you're going to see similar trends in because there are like a core five things that you have to right. do. But I think with body positivity is, and I'm going to say this again at the end is like for me, whenever I go down that spiral of like, oh, I don't like myself, and I hate to say that I have done that, but yeah. I have, everyone and I think has. I think everyone has those days where you just don't feel confident in who you are. I always go back to like, what do I like about myself? And with the gym, I go to, well, I can walk, I can run, I can go to the gym. Like not everyone can do that. You have to look at the things that you can. And that's how I stay body positive with fitness. What about you? I think that I've struggled a lot with body positivity, but for me, I think I I really focus on the end goal and like I know where I'm going and where I have been. And I know that I'm not at my highest weight I've ever been. And I think that that's... You know, it still shows that I've made some progress, so I keep trying to remind myself that I like constantly. That. that and like I, you know, I track my weight on my fitness pal, so I, I see where I, like I see a physical graph of where I was, where I got to, and then where I've gotten back to now, where I've gained more weight back, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get back down on this point in the yeah. graph. And I think it's it's a harder way to do it because I think I'm very hard on myself naturally, mm-hmm. but I think it also motivates me to get to that next point, which allows me to stay more positive about things because I know I'm going to get there one yeah. way or the other. I like that. So now we're going to move into dating. So I asked John because we're going to do like relationships after this, and yes. I was getting a little confused because I'm like, like okay, but dating as in your 
just starting to talk to this person. You may be in the talking phase, you're interested in someone, you're going out on first dates, or you're like the first month in a relationship yeah. where you're not like, you're serious, you're exclusive, but not like you haven't been with the person mm-hmm. long enough to be like, hey. They're not your significant what other. What you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're not your SO. They're not, you know, yeah, 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 that, yeah. that one person that you go to. So I'll get the ball rolling. With dating, um, again, you kind of obviously, first off, make sure that you at least know the person well enough before you go out on a date with them. That's a big <laughs> we thing. We have a whole episode exactly. on we first do, date We do have a lot on that. So so go back and check and watch that first. Just, again, just for safety purposes. Like, yeah. just just be safe with it. Don't go to a place you don't really know that well. Have your, yeah. you know, have your outs. Have your, your friend that's going to text you say, Cheer hey, location. your dog is dying. You need to come home right now if you need to get out of the date. Have your, your, your outs. But... With actually going on the date before you go, there's a, a big thing that you can do to kind of confidence boost yourself. You know, like for for me personally, before like we yeah, what kind of kind of sharing my secrets. Okay. Um, before you and I would go out on dates, I sometimes just go to the gym. Um, not only does it give you you know a nice pump uh, before you go out, you know your biceps are looking good, but it also just boosts your overall like endorphins and hormones, and you get happier and you feel better and you just feel good about yourself. Um, See, I would do like a similar thing. Like I would always like have a like, it sounds basic and like, duh, but like shower, do mm-hmm. your hair. I personally like doing my makeup, but like I would make sure, and, like I would have like a cute outfit ready. But yeah. it's like, that's how I felt confident to go on the stage. Now on first dates, I always like to have like a few talking points. Oh yeah. You gotta, you gotta, if you don't know what you're going to talk about coming into the date or questions that you can ask, you're going to fail from the beginning. And I think as weird as that sounds, cause it's not really body positivity, but that plays into confidence. You're mm-hmm. confident that you can maintain like three conversations. Absolutely. I know that sounds really like wow, that doesn't sound hard, but it can be when you're nervous. And it, and if they don't reciprocate that, then it's going to be even harder. So, and again, mm-hmm. this is an episode all about dating, but just how to be confident with it and just look at around the place you're at to find other conversational topics, you know, yeah. just observe things in the bar to ha- or the restaurant or wherever you're at. And, and before you even go, talk yourself up, get in a mirror, look at your outfit, dress your best and just look and say that you, if make sure you feel the best before you go out. Do a I, mirror check. Yeah. I like, I feel like my friends on Snapchat, like I have an open Snapchat and a lot of them, I'm like a lot of you guys I'm yeah. friends with, but like, I remember always sending like my outfit. Like I would go like, you gotta hype yourself up. Whether you have mm-hmm. your friends hype you up, you have your family hype you up, you hype yourself up, but it makes a difference when you're like. Okay, I do look good. I yeah. feel good. This lipstick looks good on me. My arms, like you were saying, like look good. Exactly. You know, it all makes a difference because, like, when you feel it, it like you believe it. Exactly. The and, and that leads into it too. It's more than just your physical appearance. You have oh, to you have one. to be at your mental best as well. I mean, yeah. you have to be dialed in, ready to go. And there's so many exercises you can do to make your mental self better Uh, i mean whether that be reading a book for 10 minutes a day i know you do meditating you do yoga there's you are the ultimate mental preparer if i do say so myself thing like if you're like if you're working on becoming like this extra fit skinny tone lowest weight you know all the things that we were talking about earlier but you don't work on like learning new vocabulary, mm-hmm. learning how to create conversation, absolutely, how to be a kind person, you know, like all those mm-hmm. things. It's going to be real quick before someone else realizes that too. Yeah. Like you can be the most beautiful person in the world, but if you're dull and have nothing to talk about, it's not going to last very long. Never will. Never With has, that never going will. on, 
you have to be true to you. Everyone's different. And I think that's like what makes everyone so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it's that thing like everyone has things that make them happy, that they're passionate about, that makes them excited. And if you're going to fake what you like to impress someone else or to get the attention of someone, like if I, if John was really into football and I was like, oh, I love football. I can talk about football all day. And we go out on a date and say he takes me, surprises me to football game because I hype up football so much. It's going to be like that thing like, yay, go sports. Like it's going <laughs> to slip. You're not going to be able to maintain that forever. Like, Although granted, I will I say will you say, are a football connoisseur, I clearly. I do love some football. I like, I can go, I can chat football. Do you want to, do you want to share it? Do you want to tell flex? them? Please do. Well, okay. I shared this over on my YouTube about 16 weeks ago, you know. <laughs> football season that I joined John's family and friends fantasy football league which I also saw this funny TikTok that it's like my man's not giving me enough attention during football season so I joined his fantasy league which for the record John invited me I did invite you um I came in first place. I won. You won the championship. I you won, won the, the ring. You won the money. You won it all. First year ever playing fantasy. I had the fantasy. best fantasy football league. I got all my players. Mm-hmm. But Who was your starting quarterback? Patty Mahomes. Patty Ice. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I geek out every time I think about Patty Ice. <laughs> Yeah, so she she crushed it. I guess there was a time when you and I were both first and second place, and I think people were accusing the rig of being I always the league the joke, of being rigged. Like to people that like we weren't cheating. Like literally, no. I did it all myself. I was so stressed out every football Sunday. I think I like gave you suggestions on one or two of your first picks. After that, it was all you. You yeah. picked every single person. And, okay, funny. I picked everyone based on their jersey colors, their smiles, and what kind of necklaces they had. On. And of course, Debo Smith Samuel had the biggest smile out there. Oh, his smile he was the was one of the so best happy. players out there, and he ended up putting a lot of points up for me. He, he was your best wide receiver yeah. all year, so, so yeah. I'm not complaining, but so anyways, the football analogy just puts in perspective like you cannot fake liking something no. just to get someone to like you because once they find out you don't actually like it, they're it's... gonna they're gonna feel played, they're gonna feel lied to, but then it's also that's not you, and you're not gonna want to maintain that. Like it's I, gonna make you feel like, like crap if you're faking. Hypothetically, like throw this out. Say I really didn't like football and I faked all of this and I had my brothers texting me like, hey, say this, that sounds nice, like this is the current football update. You know, like if I was doing all of that, A, I'd feel drained from wasting my time learning something that I'm not interested in, wasting the time of people who are helping me learn that, like if my brothers did do that. But then be hypothetically, say that that was the case and you're dating this person so long that they are like just enamored by you because you know all of this and you get engaged and you get married. How long are you going to be able to maintain that and be honest? Yeah. But I don't know. I think that's really interesting to think about. It's just that thing that you have to stay true to you, and someone will come along and sweep you off your feet. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Stick to it, and you'll find the one that's right for you. No, I think going off of, like, if you're single and haven't had any positive first dates, it's that thing of being patient Mm -hmm. and being confident in that you'll meet that person eventually. I agree 100%. So, like, I think there's lots of ways to look at it, but you just have to have that, like, inner confidence that you are You have to wait for, for the someone. one, and if you don't wait for the one, it's not going to ever go well for you confidence-wise. But at the same time, like, the one, like, I'm putting air quotes on it, I'm a big believer. Now, I think you could kind of agree with this. 
I don't think it's a bad thing to date multiple people. Not at all. Because you learn really quickly what you like and don't like in a significant other. Sure. And you learn what you don't like to be treated like, what you do want to be treated like, and then it'll make that... You have to try all the different foods before you find your favorite. Exactly. (laughs) That's a very weird analogy, but it's very true. I think on that note, let's move to relationships. Yes. Um... I'm going to let you go with this first one because you are the master and, like, almighty, like, great one at this. Am I your hype girl? You are my number one hype girl. You're my hype man. Thank you. All right. I've only learned what I know from you. When you are in a relationship, whether you're two months in, two years in, 20 years in, engaged, not engaged, you know, whatever it may be, married. On your 50th anniversary. Exactly. You could even just be one of those people that just... Like, don't believe in marriage and are with someone. Whatever it is, you have to hype your partner up. If oh, yeah. you're not together or if you are together, like, like okay, say, like, I'm with John's, fran- <laughs> John's family or friends and he went to the bathroom or he's leaving early and I happen to stay or coming, I got there before he did or whatever the situation would be, and I talk poorly on John, that's a reflection of your confidence in like worth of the relationship Mm -hmm. it does not go well but also like if i like gossip to my family and friends like oh john does this this and this and this and it's horrible it's such negative energy it's gonna ruin the like your relationship but it's that thing that it's gonna affect how you two connect in your Mm -hmm. relationship where you constantly have to be hyping one another up now you don't blow it out of proportions it's like, subtle. There's very small little things that you do. Just drop. It's kind of like putting a little bit of a sprinkle of salt on uh-huh. your food. You don't want to do too much because it's going to get too salty. But if you don't put enough, it's going to be bland. Yeah, and like if you're hungry. Const- so many food analogies. Today. Are you hungry? No, we had we had. <laughs> I, okay, actually, you know, no, I want the ice cream. That's what no, it is. Right, I'm right, that the ice, ice cream is the motivation. Just like put it on your screensaver right now. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyway, but it's that thing. Like John said, you cannot have too much of it. It's like that when you compliment someone. You can't over compliment them. Then it just then becomes they get fake. Cocky and it's and fake, fake and it's not genuine. No. But it's all about timing, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, when we go to the gym, I'll be like, like, I don't know. Like, when you go after the gym, for example, like, I'm proud of you for getting that workout in. That shirt looks good on you. There, but, like, there, you do it subtly. There's times to drop it in, and they're, they're, you have to be very strategic about it. You have to be very um, passive about it. Yeah. You can't make it overly obvious that, like, hey, compliment incoming hi what's up yeah you have to be very very strategic and subtle about it but just enough to kind of give them that little like here you go and i don't know about you but i think when you hype up your significant other i think it has the most effect now i think there's a lot of like you can have those intimate moments just between Mm -hmm. the two of you but if you're with the other person's family or friends yeah and you say something as good as like um, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, so say like you guys are all talking about football Sunday. Yeah. I'm just relating everything back to football today. We love football. And I love you it's go football like, time. yeah. Well, John makes the best wings when we watch football together. And Very it's small, subtle, because you're talking about food, you're talking about wings, you're talking about football. It's like people can relate yeah. to eating wings with football, but it's that subtle hint of John makes the best wings. It's you. It's and every, it's going to stick to everyone. It's, it's going to be like, remember oh, that. well, wow, John makes her food. You know, like it's like those little things like it it's, makes it's your relationship kind of shine. It, mm-hmm. 
and I think there could be like a whole episode on how to do it. Like I think there's an art to it, but then it's also too like. I think that's gonna be a solo episode for you. I've still not mastered the craft. <laughs> I'm really the apprentice. You're really good at hyping me up. Promise. Thank you. But I think there's just like I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense to everyone, but there's like a beauty in it. But when you do it around their friends and family, it's like it makes them. I don't know. Like I think you can say it. It does make you feel like you're kind of shining star in front of them. Oh, absolutely. You've done it for me so many times that I'm just like whoa. Like you're you're good at what you do. It it makes a big difference not only with the people you're with, but with the person you're with. And it kind of makes the person you're with like look at you a little bit differently. Like, wow, that was cool of you to say that in front yeah, of them. Absolutely. But then again, like you don't have to do that. It's just like I'll say like when we go to the gym, like, okay, we got this, we can do it, we're committed. And it's yeah. the same energy. I agree. So 100%. there's different ways of hyping people up. It's just some of them have different effects. There's an art to it. There's a craft that yeah. you have to perfect. It takes practice. My mom taught so. me a lot of stuff. You you definitely <laughs> know what you're doing. But I think when you mentioned the gym right there, that that's a nice segue. You kind of have to challenge each other. Um, definitely. To go to the next level, uh, whether it be in fitness or in your career or in just you know small things around the it house. It could even be financially. You know, it's there's financial. So there's much. so many things you have to kind of push your partner. You know, give them that little nudge that you know, like there, you know, if you've been in a relationship for like six or more months, you know what your partner can and can't take, like mm-hmm. in terms of emotionally and how far you can kind of push them and stretch them, I think is the best way to say yeah. it. Like how far can you get them to go to that next level? You know, there's little things that you can do. And it's not even like getting them to go to the next level. It's like, okay, keep up. Exactly. You got to keep going. You can't stop. You can't stop. So. But it's like, that's the beautiful thing because if we were all alone... Would we have that pressure to keep going and to keep better? No, and I think you do that to me all the time. And you do it to me too. Like, you motivate me all the time. Like, okay, like with my YouTube and stuff, you're like, you got to get filming. And like with with the gym, we got to go work out. We're paying for this gym membership. But it's that thing we hold each other accountable. We do. And again, segues very nicely (laughs) um, with the gym. So we go to the gym together, and I think that boosts our confidence a lot. I mentioned in the first episode, but I also mentioned on my channel recently how I have been getting the worst gym anxiety. Yeah. And I don't even like the word anxiety because I don't think I have like real anxiety, and I really sympathize for people that do that. I don't want to use that term loosely. But like I get so nervous and edgy about going to the gym yeah. that like I'll pack my gym bag for like 15 minutes. Just like I'm not ready to go to the gym. You definitely yet. tonight, like when we were packing our gym bag, you kind of and I did it too. Like I was kind of lollygagging, Philly farting it around. I think we should coin a new term for it instead of gym anxiety, gym jitters. Gym jitters. Okay. I can see that on a Let's t-shirt. Do it. So the gym jitters, another. I feel gym like that's bag? something like um, L Woods would say or something from. Legally Blonde. Oh, okay. Jim Jitters. We should watch that movie sometime. It's, I've watched it together before. Oh, well, we should watch it together then. <laughs> I think you fell asleep halfway through it. <laughs> <laughs> I am the worst movie watcher. But anyways, um, with Jim Jitters, I don't know if you noticed this, and I've noticed it's been my little, like, it's, I know I have the Jim Jitters when I don't like my outfit before I go, and I'll go back and change outfits like two or three times. I think your record's probably like four times. Oh. No one cares what I'm wearing at the gym. Not a person cares. And, like, if they do, you're right next to me. It's like, I already have a man. Like, I'm engaged. You're not going, you to, the gym. You're not not... going to the gym to get a dude, and I'm not going to the gym to get a girl, so... It doesn't really it doesn't matter, matter at the end of the day. Like, I know John's going to like me no matter what I wear. And, like, again, that does play a factor, and you have to be confident in what you wear. Like, it makes you feel better yeah. and stuff. But I get so jittery. 
Yeah. I, I really like that word, by the way. Gym jitters. Gym jitters. I wonder, I, someone have had to have said that oh, at some point before, but if maybe. not, we need to put it on a t-shirt. Copyright trademark right now. Yes, we're writing a book <laughs> on the gym jitters. But, oh my gosh, it's awful. But then, like I said in my video, in what we talked about last week, once I get there, I'm fine. Yeah. But it's purely the act of going. Yes. And having you help me and going at the same time makes a big difference yes. for me. But it's that thing, whether it's going to the gym and having gym jitters or say you're nervous to go. Rolls. It works so well. <laughs> or like say you're nervous to go to a social event and your partner can go mm -hmm. with you. It makes a difference. It and does. it provides that teamwork. But it also builds confidence in your relationship. But builds that self-confidence because you have like your best friend with you it does like i go draw my best friend all the time Absolutely. and best friends are supposed to help you through those things and with that being said your best friend you should always be open to the idea of being vulnerable with each other no i cannot say this word vulnerable vulnerable i, I cannot say it and every time i say it i get so mad at myself because i can't say it vulnerable vulnerable i i, uh, I can't <laughs> you're gonna have to teach me this like off recording but i cannot say it so can you say it one more time? Vulnerable. So that's what we're talking about right now. Be open. So it's that thing where if you do not feel like you can be 100% authentically yourself. And this is like when you're at your worst state and your best state. Whether like you're crying. Like when they see you, again, at your worst or your highest or like... I don't know, like I think of like crying or like you like have to be able to come having home. having a very intimate moment, that kind of thing. If you if you cap if you cannot come home and absolutely break down because you had the worst day at work around your partner, if you don't feel comfortable doing that, you're never going to be able to feel fully confident in that relationship. And I think this is kind of a spin on the confident and body positive, but it's also like I think a lot of and when you're in a relationship, a lot of your confidence can come from your partner. Yeah. And I think that's a beautiful thing because people are usually meant to be in a relationship. Like, it's usually, like, that's how the world mm -hmm. keeps growing and keeps going. But it's that thing where if you cannot be vulnerable, again, I can't say it. You said it perfectly. <laughs> well, go You said it dead on. I feel like I, like, over you. <laughs> the thing is that, like, you know, with, the vul with vulnerable, like, I don't pronounce, I really don't pronounce the R. And, like, you didn't pronounce the R. That's fine. <laughs> Vulnerable. I'm taking a really serious conversation and totally butchering it with not pronouncing this word. You pronounced it just okay, fine. Okay, you said so it perfectly. You guys are following along. But if you cannot be that way with your person, are you really confident in your relationship? Yeah. And, it's not possible. And that implies like if you can't be your true body, how you look right this mm -hmm. minute, and feel comfortable and confident with who you're with, why are you with them? It's a question you have to seriously ask yourself and kind of dig into a little right. bit. And I think that's a whole episode that we can yeah. do. Like, like if you're not able to have those very intimate moments with your partner, you know, even just like down to like the conversations that you have to have with them, if you're not confident in that at all, there's no reason to be with that person or there are some serious... There's like luggage. Relationships. Somebody's got daddy problems. <laughs> so... Take that lightly. Exactly. <laughs> Some people that, really do have that going I know. That, on. That, that, that is, that is but it's purely like that for thing. comedic purposes. But it's like that thing like, yes, everyone's situation is so different. And those things will, not everyone can handle everything. Mm -hmm. And it's that thing. But then if your partner can't handle you at your worst, like, again, why never, are you with yeah. them? If they can't handle you at your worst, they're never going to be able to hype you up at your best. We're going to end that right there. Absolutely. Well said. Air five. Boom. Okay. Work, work in school. school life. This and I think that these the the first two things that we have merge really well together. Right. So I'm gonna let you speak to it because you came up with this when we were talking about so, it. So as 
a fashion vlogger, content creator. This is a very unpopular thing to say, kind of unpopular thing to share with you guys. But I will be honest, I did this and it really helped me. And I can say that I'm 100% confident in my style today. And if you guys, again, follow me over on Kelly Prepster, you know my style is a little bit different than what is trending. Mm -hmm. But my unpopular opinion with building your confidence around work and school environments is you have to dress in what kind of everyone else is wearing because it'll you'll fit in. Can't be standout-ish. And there's nothing wrong with standing out, but if you're not confident in your standout outfits, why are you doing it? Like, are you doing you're it only, make, like you're just you're only gonna point, feel worse about but yourself? But it's you're not gonna feel good at the end of the day. And it's that thing like when we both went to college, it was that thing like. You can notice right off the bat, like when you're in your room, a majority of the people are wearing similar like items. I dressed like the most when I first my first like two months of college, I dressed like the most. You can you remember this I like, dressed like the I dressed like the most basic college but, kid you could ever dress as. But it works because mm-hmm. hear me out. As a guy, like for a guy, yeah. I'm not a guy, but for a guy, if you're wearing a college hoodie, jeans. And then decent pair of, like, you know, like any kind of sneakers, but if you throw in, like, your nice pair that you were wearing because you were wearing Ultra Boost, mm-hmm. like, those are, I wouldn't say decent. I'm just saying, like, if you just wear a pair of athletic shoes, you're going to fit in to a T. You will look just like every other single person, say, from a few people on that campus. But that's a beautiful thing because you don't stand out where people might go, mm-hmm. oh, I don't like that. Not that their opinions matter. But when you're struggling with confidence, it's like, I look cool like the other kids. Exactly. So it'll let you, it'll more so let you fit in. And I think that could also allow you to make some more friends too. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's not totally standoutish. So you kind of just go right into that click. And then you slowly start to integrate your own style. Mm-hmm. So I always say on my channel, confidence is the best outfit you can wear. I love that. And I love it. I love saying it out loud. We need to put that on loud. a sticker. Like when you say it and mean it, like if you say it out right now, it's true. Yeah. Like you cannot deny that. And whether it's in a pair of jeans that no one likes, but you feel confident mm-hmm. because they make your legs look great, wear them. Yeah. If you like wearing, for me, all pink because it makes me happy, I'm going to wear all pink. You're in the smack dab middle of your 45 days I of am. pink challenge. You're going hardcore but pink right now. But that thing is you can start, so back to the guy wearing a, college like shirt slash hoodie jeans and sneakers as you get confident maybe you'll add some color to your sneakers yeah i don't know if guys do that but like small it's it's small little changes you know uh for for guys a lot of times it's just adding some accessories you know like not not a lot of guys are confident enough to wear a nice watch or to add a nice pair of shades mm -hmm. now this is 50 50 sometimes you can add like a chain now that's very 50 50 depends where you live depends think, on where you live yeah. depends on the style depends on the trends but even small things like that you know uh upgrading from a pair of tennis shoes to chuck a boots um yeah. small little fashion upgrades or like kind of hopping into trends wearing a college so say you're in college you're wearing a college branded you know like sweatshirt yeah and changing that to a jacket, whether it's like a leather jacket or like yeah. a zip up that's a different brand that's a, a little bit anything different. Like that. With that being said, it's you're slowly integrating your own style, but still on trend, but it's yeah. your trend at that point. Now I'll also say for college specifically, whenever you go into college, 
Leave all of your high school stuff behind. Oh, 100%. There are the amount of people that I saw wearing high school stuff when we were in school. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, I wouldn't even stoop to that level. No, I don't know. Like, because you're the oldest kid in your family. I'm the baby, and I have two older brothers. I was told by my brothers that, like, the day you graduate high school, they're like, get rid of it. I definitely still have some of my high school stuff. I usually just work out in it. Um, so, but like, I, my par- my brothers were like, you have to get rid of it. It's uncool. But, again, that's having older brothers. But I think that's also a very stereotypical thing. The day you graduate high school, it's kind of uncool to wear anything from all your alma mater mm-hmm. because you're an, you're a grown-up now. Yeah. But I will say I think it's fine to keep some of it. Like, I have I still have a, a couple pairs of shorts from my high school that I wear, but I purely wear them to either relax in or to work out in because they're comfortable to work out now, in. Now, with that being said, too, I sometimes wish I didn't get rid of it because I think it would have been cool to like pass on like if hypothetically really shooting my shot here John if my kids end up going to the same yeah. high school I went to like here's some cool vintage clothes do whatever you want with them it would have been cool and I think too if you're in like an education field and you're going to be a teacher and you want to go work at your old high school some people do that sure. it's kind of nice to have those clothes but in some situations like mine I'm like oh, I don't miss it and, yeah. no, and I didn't really like like, not that I didn't like my school, because I liked my school. I didn't participate in class spirit all that much, which I feel like is kind of surprising, like, if you know me. Like, yeah, I no, feel like I a would, lot of people would assume you that. You definitely think, like, spirit week would be your week. Oh, but I was so antisocial in high school. But anyway, that's here. a whole other story. But basically, that's a really po- good thing you said that I like that. Yeah. But then going off of work environments... So say we both had office jobs and we talked about how John had to dress up and wear like a suit and tie every day to work when he graduated. You went out and bought suit and ties. I did. Like you had to fit in. I am, I probably, and granted, I will say, again, this goes, I think I'm, I'm going to make it a point to make a joke about this every week or just bring it up. Walmart, I spent like 150 bucks, got like four suits. Oh, I love Walmart. But... It's that thing that you learned, and again, I hope this is okay, I'm sharing. Sure, sure away. When you wear like a brown belt, you wear brown shoes. (laughs) Oh, I I will never forget the first day that like you saw me after I worked and I wore a black belt with black pants and brown shoes and you just looked at me. Like you just gave me this funny look like, huh, that's what you're wearing? But it's that thing that it's again, you were dressing in what you had to be wearing. But then you saw that no one else was doing it, where you, you you still had your own pieces. They weren't the same pieces as everyone else working yeah. there, which made it your own style. But then, would you argue to it made you more confident in wearing it? Absolutely. The more I did it, the, the better I felt, and I think I was getting fitter through that phase yeah. a little bit. Um, now, I kind of still have my ups and downs with it. But there's something that having that perfect like suit and tie fit that just... The, it doesn't nothing else compares yeah so now i will say the suit jackets that we bought definitely did not fit i will admit we bought them Again, from thrift you're, stores you're so tall you're six five it's going to be hard to find i know it's like, going to be hard to find something that fits without an exact tailored suit but it was it was fun to shop for them yeah. so i still have them i like them but, um, but another thing with confident being confidence being the best outfit is you have to like dress your best to feel your best. Oh, absolutely. I think you might have wrote that down somewhere. I'm not sure. Uh, that's in social life. But okay. we can, we can yeah. go ahead and kind of roll the ball over into that. So, like, that. moving into, like, social life, I'm thinking we're going out with friends. We're going to a party. Um, I'm meeting new friends for the first time. I'm in school and I yep. don't know anyone. Going with dressing your best 
dress what feels confident in you like what you feel confident in even if it's the most basic outfit dress what's going to make you feel the best when you look in the mirror and when you're Mm -hmm. diving into that social activity another example is wear stuff that you feel like makes you look good for example like i have these one leggings and they just suck me in all over and like i feel so like fit when i work you know what i'm talking about every time i wear i'm like these are my good pants you know but it's like that thing and everyone has that one pair of pants it's just Mm -hmm. like or like that one top that really emphasizes like for example for me like halter shirts like the halter neckline i'm like they make my shoulders look good so i like to wear them yeah but it's like you find what fits your body but I'm a huge believer you don't have to, like, you can wear whatever you want to wear. You do not have to dress for your body. Dress for what you want to wear and what you like in style-wise. I absolutely agree. I, I always got to go back to the classic Deion Sanders football player quote, if you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you play good. Yep, exactly. Air five. Um, so then going off of that, you want to introduce yourself and make the first move. Mm-hmm. I think this is a big one, especially when you're new in a social environment. It shows a lot of confidence when you're the one saying hello first. And it's going to be challenging at first when you do that, like because so you're going to come into it with no confidence, especially if you're very, you know, introverted. But if you if you force yourself to get into that zone of I have to make the first move, mm-hmm. it's really going to challenge yourself over time. Even if you just do it once a day, just saying hi to someone new. When I was a, so our freshman year of college, our first semester, I didn't know a single, I knew mm-hmm. one person yeah. that I met at orientation. I made it my goal to say hi to a new person every single day, like for the first two weeks. And then yeah. I kind of established my friend group, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And it made a difference. But it was that thing like I made that first move to say hello. Yeah. And then people started to recognize that I was friendly mm-hmm. and would come up to me and say hi. It really, once you got once you get that ball rolling, it's kind of like a snowball. You mm-hmm. know, once you start rolling, the ball is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And you're going to you're gonna start seeing immense growth in your social life yeah. that you never realized were possible. And it's... Great. And then I think the last thing that I really want to touch on social life is you want to surround yourself with people who are at your comfort mm-hmm. level. And I, yes, I'm a huge believer, go outside your comfort level. I think that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you're focusing on your confidence, if it's going to like be a consequence to your confidence by going to hang out with people that don't, you just don't vibe with. Yeah. Like, I mean, cause you can, like I, I, when I said the whole comfort zone thing, I meant specifically forcing yourself to go out of your comfort zone yeah. to say hi to someone. Once you meet them, that's a whole different story. Oh, okay. Prime example. You worded it perfectly, but it's a thing like I said, hi, that shows mm-hmm. like I'm confident. I went out of my comfort zone to make that first move. But then if they're like, yeah, I like to do this, this and this and this. And if none of that's up your alley, do not have to hang out with like if you're people. if you're if you're not a partier and you say hi to someone that is a total like frat dude partier crazy person that drinks you know a six pack in six minutes you don't have to hang out with them and if, like if you don't drink don't do that it's gonna crush your self-confidence going outside of your comfort zone in that perspective and then it's gonna be like you're gonna start questioning why don't i drink or why like why do people drink and it's gonna create like why work in your self-confidence that you already have somewhat established yeah. for maybe a friend sure. or and, and like a nice co-worker. Like if you're like working with someone and they're like, hey, you want to go to the bar after? Why can't you be like, oh, well, would you rather just grab dinner? Yeah. Or go get a snack or go get the, some coffee. There's there's so many alternatives that you can suggest. And it's not even just like with drinking. I mean, yeah, because again, there's, there's so many other with that. Exactly. There's, there's nothing wrong with drinking, but there's so many other things that just like, even if it's just an activity that you don't like to do, like if you're not a golfer, don't force yourself to go golfing like, just to okay, be friends with someone. This is funny. If you're going, like if you're on a, back to dating, 
and say they were like, do you want to go bowling? And you despise bowling. Are you using this from a specific example no, that I'm you know? I'm not going bowling with you. I'm just <laughs> not a huge bowler, but I liked you a lot. <laughs> but it's that thing where if you know you're not interested, either voice your opinion. Yeah. But like, yeah, sometimes you have to go with the flow, but sometimes like you don't have to like not be confident enough in yourself to say like, I don't want to do that. Agreed. So basically that's what I'm trying to say, is like so, be able some, to voice your opinion. Someday we should tell the bowling story. Not today, but someday we'll have to tell the bowling story. <laughs> someday. Maybe one day. In the future. Okay. Like maybe on the 25th season of, of <laughs> if that If we get there. How old When we get be? there. I mean, let's say we did one season a year. Oh, okay. We'll um, be kind of, <laughs> we don't need to age ourselves. Anyways, we're going to be finishing off this nice episode about self-talk. Yes, because that is, in my opinion, I think probably your opinion too, the biggest way to boost your self-confidence and body positivity, but really self-confidence. And if you guys made it this far, this is like the stuff that you should take away from this episode. The creme de la creme. So, if you catch yourself saying negative things to yourself, notice it. Yes. And then go... Why am I saying this to you, myself? You have to question it. There's no reason you should be doing that. And it's really easy to get into the habit of saying, like, I'm not good enough to do this. I don't look good in this. But at the end of the day, at the end of your life, why would you, like, if, okay, I always go back to it, and I saw this quote on Pinterest, and I've, share, like, shared it before because I think it's so empowering. If you wouldn't say that to a friend, like, if, for example, if I'm going, like, oh, I'm... I don't like my eyes. They're not the right color. Would I ever go up to John and go, I don't like your eyes. They're no. not the right color. If you wouldn't like, say it to someone else, don't say it to you. If you wouldn't say it to a friend or a loved one or just a complete stranger, why would you say it to yourself? Now, now you can be a good friend and be like, oh, you have something in your teeth. Better now that's that out. different. But I think that goes into like more of like a level of relationship, yes. which we can talk about in a later date. Yes. But you have to be nice to yourself. And it's so hard to do but there's way to do it which is um got a nice long laundry list of things you can do i can start um so you actually you this is kind of telling a more like deeper story about myself but i've always struggled with a lot of self-confidence and you've actually forced me to do this before and it really kind of opened up a new perspective it's it's so different because it's the whole new perspective on everything it's self-affirmations um for example like i am statements like i am strong i am pretty i am um, mus- muscular, you know, there's, mm-hmm. there, there's so many things you can do with it, but you actually, like at one point when I was at one of my lower points, you made me write those out. Like we sat it's down like, one night and wrote them down all individually on post notes and put them in a place where I could see them whenever I needed to. Now, like the learning week in me is coming out. If you can say something, see it slash read it and write something, it's going to stick to you. It will stick so a lot better. So if you write these down, read them and say them aloud Mm -hmm. it's gonna change how you like if you say like all those things john said like i am strong mentally and physically Mm -hmm. i am beautiful inside and out you know all of these things if you do that you're gonna feel like a whole different person because you're gonna start to believe it yeah and i don't i think you maybe you told me this i don't know where i saw it from but with those Take a expo marker, like a dry erase marker, mm-hmm. and write them on your mirror. Okay, you can do that. People do, so. and people like you can go on Etsy, and I think Amazon has them too, and they're called like mirror clings. Yeah. And I've seen a ton of like body positive, weightlifting people, mm-hmm. like fitness gurus on Instagram, put it on their full length body mirror, and yep. it just says "I am enough." I like that. So every time they take a mirror selfie, 
so as I am enough. Every time they look in the mirror, sorry, I went total influencer every time you take a mirror. Something. I like it. It's every time you look in the mirror, it says I am enough, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever your mantra needs to be. Yeah. So I love that one. I'm a huge believer in gratitude. I love my gratitude journal. I've been doing it for the last like four or five years. And so every single day I will physically write down in my little notebook, it's always pink, five things that I'm grateful for. Yeah. And I always start off today. I am so grateful for and then after that, I'll go, I'm so happy and thankful for, I'm so happy and thankful for, and I'll yeah. change it. But like, it could be a, something as simple and like, I'll, is it okay to share this? Sure. Like, is this weird? So like, for example, for today, if I did my five, I'm so happy and grateful for my warm, beautiful apartment that I can afford. But like, it's also like, you kind of like dream it, but it's also things that you have. It makes you, it, it keeps you from being greedy with things. Mm-hmm. Like, it keeps you from being not humble. Yeah, and then, like, I'm so happy and grateful for my beautiful, healthy, strong mm-hmm. body. I'm so happy and grateful for my car that works and transports me places safely. I'm so happy and grateful for my job that pays me more than enough. I'm so happy and grateful for my loving relationship with John. It's like, okay, there's five things. Yeah. I feel better just saying it out loud right now. But it's it feels like that, good. Do you just feel that like good energy? It, it creates the it sets the tone for the day, mm-hmm. especially if you do it in the morning. Mm-hmm. If you get that solid morning routine down and you do it every single day like you do, it makes it so much better. So I think that's a really big one. I also have the five minute journal, which I like. I'm trying to get John to get one because think I'm he thinking would like about it. it. I you always like ask me all the questions in it every yeah. night, and I answer it. And I I really do enjoy it. I'm just not much of a physical writing person. Yeah. I'm more of like a computer screen. So the five minute journal, not to like promo it, doesn't really matter, but it's really cool. John got it for me for Christmas, and it's five things you're grateful for. No, I think it's three things you're grateful. Three things you're grateful for. Three things you're grateful for. Three things that three you things that you want. Three things that would make today great. And it has to be stuff that you can do to actually make happen. It can't be like, I want to make a million dollars. Or like, I want it to be sunny today. Like, it, you can't control that. You have to physically achieve it. Yeah. And then two self-affirmation sentences. And then at the end of the day, you come back to the book and you write your three highlights for today. And then what did you learn today? Yeah. I don't know. It's really changed, like, how I think about things. I think the, the the big thing there is the what have you learned. Like, the more that you learn, the better a person mm-hmm. you'll be. And it's kind of one of those, we talked about it last week, the laying the brick. Mm-hmm. Like, learning something every day is laying that brick. You know, If you know something every, oh, excuse me. If you know something, if you learn something new every single day, that's going to add up so quickly yeah. and boost everything about your life no i totally agree so i love it so anyways moving on after the gratitude journal this one i kind of came up with but i think you could totally agree is is embrace your imperfections yes so i'm saying stand in front of that mirror look at yourself if you don't like something about yourself can you fix it or do you just have to start going i like that about me there i mean that's what i'm given there are exactly if you don't like your eye color suck it up like, like you, you, you have to learn to like it. that. But it's that thing, like, then you start focusing on all the things that you do like about yourself. Yeah. But it's also, like, it's not a bad thing to have this or this going on. No. That's what makes you you. Everything, there is, there are so many things that make you Monique and unique. Monique? Unique. <laughs> um, so you just have to look in the mirror and not only embrace the imperfections, but find the positives. It's okay to have imperfections. It's okay to not like your eyes, not like the shape of your nose, not like the shape of your ears. I mean, I have so many things that when I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh my God, I don't like any of these. But you have to flip it and you have to find those positives and you have to embrace the negatives yeah. at the same time. So. so. 
I think there's so much that goes into it, but I think the, again, going back to how do you talk to yourself will forever be that key yeah. factor of how confident you are, Absolutely. what your body positivity is. Because there's people out there that have this, um, like, oozing confidence like have you ever been around them and mm -hmm. you just feel the confidence radiating it. off of them and they have this body positivity and they're like i'm not saying this in a mean way but everyone ideal body is different yeah and they're not like the people you see in the magazines or athletes no. but they're just so happy with who they are and confident and it just proves you do not have to be a certain size or shape to be confident not or body positivity it's all about how you see yourself in the mirror at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So I think that's where I kind of end off this episode. Same here. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Next week we're talking all about our fitness standards for 2022. Yes. Which I, I keep seeing the meme of like 2022 is a 2020 repeat. Yeah. It is a mouthful to say 2022. It is. Like try saying it really fast. 2022, 2022, 20. <laughs> it's, it's difficult. And because like 2022 is just 2020 number two. Yeah. Like, we can't have a repeat of 2020. No. But anyways, we're going to be sharing our fitness standards yes. so for what, 2022. So, like, the levels that we're going to be at. Yes. Not not just the goals, but what you're going to do. But, like, how we talked about briefly with our California trip, like, okay, this motivates us. But we're going to share other ways to motivate yourself. Exactly. And other ways to set goals besides just physically and visually. Absolutely. So, we're super excited. Again, follow us on social media. It's Call You Later Podcast on Instagram. Call, Call You Later Pod on Twitter. Twitter. Hashtag Tweet You Later, as always. I tweeted about Call You Later. And we have oh. a Facebook exclusive group. We do have a Facebook exclusive group. I posted group. about it on Facebook. If you could always go to my Kelly Prepster Facebook. There you um, go. I think it's called Call You Later podcast exclusive something like that yeah we made it a really long time ago but i'm gonna try and be active in it i think it'll be fun to try and see like yeah. kind of engage with you guys on that get exclusive access yeah. to the group maybe get some and early access content it's, i'm it's john sparks on I'm, instagram and twitter yep and i'm kelly prepster all over so yeah well actually my my tiktok's kelly underscore prepster because oh. someone took my name didn't they also like steal your profile yeah, and everything too? they're pretending to be me. It's not me. But anyways, long story. Go report that account. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Call you later. Call you later. Bye.